Hi, everyone. Welcome to Who Said What with me. I'm Hiba. And I'm Nira. And today is our first episode with a guest. We have Alma Shabrawi with us, who is a food blogger. And uh, we're very excited because we've just been discussing, just before the show, we just started discussing about cookies because, of course, as you know, our background is the Four Fat Ladies founders. So, Chef. Alma was just saying he baked cookies. What is your favorite type of cookie? A chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Chewy or crispy? I like it a mix of both. Thank you. My cookie. If it's too, like, biscuity, it's, I don't know. I just have to dip it in something. Wrong. You're, you overbake yours. Mine are chewy going. and crunchy. <laughs> I would go for a little underbake over overbake. I'm sorry. Exactly. Sorry, I always tell Nira that. Yeah. The oatmeal cookie, last time, she makes the best batter. So, last time. I told her, give me the batter and I will bake them. She gave it to me. <laughs> so she annoying. gave me the batter and I baked it. I baked it just until That's it's just like a slap in the face. It's like, you just do the dough and leave. No, because oh, dough, I'm kidding. Dough yeah, yeah. Is 80% of the, well, of course. maybe it's a 50 50 then. How about? Okay, no, no, no. The dough, if is, the dough is not good, however you bake it, it's not going to come out good. Okay? Absolutely. I no, totally I think agree. the dough is more than 50%. Of course. Because I've made, I've, I've made cookies before that were perfect texture but they tasted like like shit yes oh my god that reminds me you remember when we when we first started making chocolate chip cookies i had it was like a tiny war between the three of us and me and my full-on war but chip war we were like every weekend making to the point where we i think we had i saw area i stopped and i let you and we had so many batches of cookies i was like oh my god i feel it reminds, it reminds me of the Monica uh, Friends, if you guys like Friends. Of course, yeah. Yeah, there was this episode when they did all these batches of cookies. Because of Phoebe, the recipe, the Phoebe lost? Yes, oh, they're trying yes, to get yes, the Nessie right. Tool House. Nessie Tool House. The Tool House cookie recipe, which is not a very good recipe, by the way. I know, even the chocolate chips, I don't really like them. The Hershey, the chocolate. I like the Hershey one, whenever I can find it, you know. So expensive now. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. And a lot of people are using now in Egypt, they're using that, uh, the gold, the, 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 the big ones. No, the Egyptian chocolate the chips. The very tiny ones. Very they're tiny like ones. sesame chips. Oh, I hate those. I they hate don't, them. they like, don't taste like chocolate. They're not supposed to melt to begin with, but these are like intact. They do not lose any shape yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And they're, it's horrible. I have some bags of Hershey's in my freezer and I, I but I use like half, of the Porsche I want to put in the batter with it and then I get something else and just mix it. Yeah. But like a proper chocolate, like a dark chocolate that I like or whatever, and I just mix them. So yeah. I don't you use all of my Hershey's. A lot of the people on Instagram are using dark chocolate instead of chips in the States. What's her name? That person we follow. I'll tell you, there's one person that told me about a chocolate chip cookie that she makes a very, very, very amazing one and it does look pretty good, is Daphne Oz. Yeah, she's the one that uses she's she's one. dark chocolate. She doesn't use... Chips. She uses. I like dark chocolate because she now breaks it. it yeah. Breaks it up. Which actually, I used to be a huge fan of the chocolate chips, but I actually prefer it to melt. I think it's nicer. It gives it more of like this chewy, crunch texture, which is perfect. Because it stays. The chocolate stays soft, almost melted. You have a couple of very old ones here, but they're in the freezer, so they stay for ten years. What stays in the freezer <laughs> for ten years? Anything you put in the freezer will stay for ten years. Like no, dough, uh, chocolate chips. You have the two chocolate chips, but they're like two or three days old. I wonder what they taste like now. Oh, you mean the actual? No, they're not good. And for me, chocolate chip cookies, any cookies are good within twenty four hours. After that, they're not. What? Do you grill after no. forty eight hours? Seriously? I can go more. <laughs> you want them to try? Seriously? I wonder. If I mean, I, these are good. I would prefer it after a day, maybe. 
but not more. But I have eaten cookies that have lasted. Probably not good for me, but yeah. Because sometimes I buy a big box of cookies and I don't eat them all and I don't like to share them all the time. So I just well, eat I'm it three maybe, days after. I'm lucky I have Nira, my sister, who does them for me. I live across the street too. So it's great <laughs> for me. But I prefer them within 24 hours. After that, I feel like they have this like sugary, I don't like the texture. I wonder what they taste uh, like. Well, I'll bring them for you. Okay. In the entracte. <laughs> so, so basically, we met Omar. We met him when we had the Four Fat Ladies. What's yeah. it? But I think it was more like in 2015, right? No, he came to the Actually, shop. Actually, I Yama came Center. to the the very first shop, and you probably don't remember. I was in the she was blogger. there. She in was the there. Yamama Center. Are you sure? I was the only one that was there. Yeah, in Yamama okay. Center. Yes. Okay. I came in with my cousin. Uh, she hadn't known about the place, and she told me that they make the best brownies, and you have to go. And we went, and I met Nira. I don't remember if there was someone else, but we didn't like just buy cookies. We we bought like brownies and the Buckeye, which I was very oh my god devastated that it was he gone afterwards. Uh, we had like a conversation and we sat about talked about our families and like how we're part Greek and it was like a very yeah. nice day. I remember that. Oh wow, yeah. that's sort of it's the best. Did you were you were you into food blogging at that time? Not in Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh the God. regular. So was near the inspiration? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even remember what year that was. I think maybe 2014. Was it open Tw- then? 2015. We opened. Oh, or was okay. it the end of no. 2014? We opened. We opened the one in Yamama Center in 2014, and then we merged with what, what's what's our names in 2015. With TBS and those the names the the per, we do not say their names with our partners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not that I have anything. That was before anything. that. It was before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was very early on. Yeah, because I started end of 2000 and we started end of 2012. 2013, I was renting the the, the kitchen and selling that way. And then 2014, we opened Yamama Center and then we met the guys in 2015. Ramadan. So what were you doing then? I was working uh, as a financial analyst. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Where? In a French company that I also don't want to mention its name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. but I've had a lot of different like jobs. Uh, that was my last year, actually. The next year, I moved to advertising, and then, yeah, yeah, that's right. You said you were in advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that I, so we just kind of like me. I did, we just million each other in advertising them. You were in advertising as well until what? Until no, but you were until 2012. After that, you did the four yeah. fat ladies. Yeah. No, I I did advertising from 2015 till 2021. Wow. And then I quit. No, but wait, but you were doing the food blogging before that. Before yes, in 2015. Okay. It was like a side thing. Okay, side hustle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which kind of... Bring- which, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was like a hobby that turned into work. But it's still something I am very passionate about. Uh, but then I just wanted to do that and focus on that. So I quit my job, which was in an agency very close to here, uh, two years ago. And uh, that's all I do now. Just a food uh, blogger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, I I like your stuff. It's nice, but you Thank do you. but you do a lot of reviews as well, right? Uh, that's actually how I started. Um, I wasn't. I'm not really a cook. I'm, I wouldn't even say any like. I just like to cook. I like to learn about cooking, and that's the kind of content I feel more comfortable doing because I feel I have more creative input in it, and I'm always learning about stuff in it. Um, but I also do food reviews sometimes when it's a place I like or feel good making something for it because there are so many places that I would never just um, work with, <laughs> but <laughs> unfortunately. You, but you like to cook savory mainly or dessert? Yes, savory. Savory. And you always like doing that or is yes. it, do you do it for the blog? No, no, I prefer savory in general. Okay. Sorry. 
No, I'm not. And what's your more f- for me? And what's <laughs> more what's, for what's me? the favorite thing you cook? Breakfast. Really? Yes. I think uh, I saw something uh, that I can you have make a us very amazing. Big breakfast, like a big, hearty breakfast, and then just spend the rest of the day doing like what you. Know, okay, so what is your favorite? Like, what do you make? Like, I like like anything with eggs and butter and like a good bread. Um, different cheeses, I can go crazy with that. But I also like other saving food. Like I love potatoes and all their in all its forms, pastas. But like bread and bread is like my life. I just love a good bakery. I could just stay there. Who makes the best bread in Egypt? <sighs> oh, that's that debatable. Okay, okay. Give me like so nobody gets pissed off. Who's <laughs> top ten? Top ten. No, like no. Of course, there aren't that. There aren't okay. ten in Egypt. There aren't ten. Yeah, um, exactly. Bread or like a bakery? No, no. Because that we should name names. I say, what is your favorite kind of bread? Oh my God, Heba. It's just <laughs> no. I, really I mean, I've been eating a lot sourdough. of sourdough, and I took like a workshop and I, I make my own bread. But I also prefer to buy sometimes because they have like different in, like inclusions in it and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say sourdough and um, oat bread. I like croissants too. I love everything that's baked. Savory, sure. everything. I like croissant too very much. And then I'm buttery because I yes. love butter. And a pan of chocolate, like if it's really good, oh, it's perfect. Yes. Oh my God, it's my, it's my least favorite. Like the best of that. And my idea is very famous. I'm sure you guys don't like Yeah, it. of course. <laughs> it is amazing. It's very good. Yeah. I don't like all their stuff, but I like their croissants and their like croissant family. They have a cinnamon bun that was amazing. A sticky bun that was really good. Is it like the, the cruffin thing? No, no, it was like a, it was like a, they had oh, like a, like a cinnamon roll, but it was like, but it's flaky. It's not like a oh, I've seen it, but I haven't tried it. I, it was, I like the brownies. They don't look appetizing, but they're good. Their cookies were really good, by the way. That's the kind of cookie I like, actually. Like a very chocolate. simple, classic cookie. I don't like all yeah. the weird uh, But the pecan pie, for example, now. the pecan pie, I, 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 I don't to me, it's, it's like, Pecan pie is with American pie crust. It's not with flaky pie, uh, flaky crust, like a croissant crust. And it just, I haven't tried it. it. So I didn't, it was, I thought it was very heavy. Okay. It, the filling was very good, but altogether it was just very heavy for me. But hands down, the brownies, the, my favorite brownies is Nero's. Great, great. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I have That's to say. Best. Yeti, your cookies don't fare as well. But you're, you're such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Are amazing. You're there. My cookies are the bomb as well. Heba. This is my business. There is just preference, you know? Yeah. It's like how you like your steak cooked. There's just different ways of. It's true. It's true. Nobody's complained about the cookies so far, and plenty of people have tried them, okay? But hands down, the Four Fat Ladies, the brownies are the best I've had, like in general. I'm not just saying that. Yeah. The salted caramel one, I wasn't really into having like caramel inside something. So I, as a concept, I would never really go for it without trying it. And then I think I tried it at an opening of one of the branches. And then I was just like, Zemelik. The Zemelik one, yes. Zemelik. And I went home with a salted caramel. Sure. It, it was really funny because when we first started, when people came in and they're like, salted caramel? Yeah, yeah. it was very new at they're the like, time. They're like, you cannot put salt yeah. on caramel. We're like, by the way, we didn't invent it. It's been there for a while. It's, yeah. it's very good. And trust me. And then after a while, I was like telling you it was so funny. Because after a while, it became like people want more salt. Look at witty man. Look at you. Extra salt. Extra salt on your caramel. I'm like, okay. But yeah, it really, I think, yeah, Nira definitely certainly made the salted caramel, put it on the mouth and eat out. Yeah. For sure. 
But it's also like people with the four fat ladies, they hated the name. Yeah. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Well, I think the name was smart. It was really smart, but it yeah. antagonized quite a few people. Yeah. It was smart enough. Oddly enough. Oh, we could use so much merchant and do merchandise and do so We had so many plans to do Yeah, this. the like, brand was it? so cool and it was, it was it different. Been, it could have been amazing. But yeah, I had this one guy give me like a lecture on how he felt so insulted by the name and he would never walk in. Really? And I said, right. you write our stuff? No, but I cannot because of the name. Like, I was like, okay. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Okay, ratio sourdough is not as good as it used to be. I don't like their bread in general. I oh, like really? their croissants more. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. What the need sourdough is better? I had we got sourdough last time. It was not as good. Very good. Leaven is better. I haven't tried leaven because I live in Shizay, so I'm okay. limited to where I can get there. But I think they deliver. Yeah, but it's like a whole thing. Like you have to yeah, pick okay. the day, and it's like just okay. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I like their sandwiches, mm. so it's in their bread, so it's good. Like they have this vegetarian sandwich that I really like. Uh, but if I'm just buying the bread, I would rather not like I buy from. I like home bakers. A lot of home bakers. There's a Seba got this bread thing. The Saturday. Have you? Do you ever go to the Saturday market? I have, in, no, I haven't been in a very long time. You should. Oh, yes, besides German, I'll give you the contact. I don't know what the name is called, but this German woman, her husband is Egyptian, and they made this. I got this rye bread with seeds, oh. but not full of seeds. You know, sometimes yeah. too many seeds. No, this one's a perfect. It was delicious. And it actually nice. tastes really good. Okay. And it was made with bran, right? Right. R- Actually, I want to ask you something. It just came to mind. Before I forget. <laughs> How is the situation with your weight since you've been food vlogging? Because uh, actually, that was one thing that it's a roller coaster. <laughs> crazy. And the four fat ladies, I'm like, I can't try anything else, and I would be eating more and more. And yep. It's like there's an addiction to it. Yes. But at the same it's time, like, it's like I just can't eat anymore. I want to. I feel sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Okay, so this was kind of a, not kind of, it is a roller coaster, um, but I'm very open. I was very open about it a few years ago. I had like a like gastric sleeve surgery, but that wasn't really related to being a food blogger because I think you can control it if you want to because we're not like, if I'm making like a video uh, reviewing a place once a week, that could be like my cheat meal or you can't eat, you can't eat like that every single day. But for me, it was I went through like a depression thing, and I got really, really like extremely overweight, and uh, it, it's been like a struggle my entire life. Before there was Instagram, so uh, yeah. Hasn't isn't it for all, all of us at some point? Now, because I find like what people blog the, the food bloggers, I find they make such amazing <laughs> stuff, and when I look at this stuff, and some of these people, you know, in the states, they look amazing. Yes. You're yeah. like. How the fuck are you making all that stuff? And I'm sure, like you said, they probably take a bite out of it. They're not. That's what they do. They do the wine thing. They do the wine thing. You know, they spit it out. Uh, So when you bake, like for someone, like a cake or something, do you? No, I'm not that disciplined. I'm not that. No, I'll take a little bit. Because whenever I'm cooking, like a recipe that I have to shoot for a brand or something, I would have to taste it to make sure it's right. Exactly. But I don't eat it. Actually, you should just give it to my parents because I really like after all the effort of filming and shooting and getting the light and the cutting and the slicing, I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I just, I don't usually yeah. have it all. Like, I would just yes. taste it. I'm not the one doing the baking. It was always near breaking like a million things. She's one of those people, you know, that, you know, she lost weight so she wants everybody else to be Yes. Bad, but she gets you all the food and you <laughs> try it. I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm like, liar. I really can't try it. Try it. You have to try it. But there is a joy of feeding someone. 
It's just, yeah. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. And (laughs) then mom complains, uh, oh, Nira's baking me complaining and then Heather gets her two bags of dime chocolates. I'm like the- I have in my bag. (laughs) I was scared of my bag. Full of chocolates, it'll yeah. stay for months. I don't have the temptation, but if it's a uh, no. for some reason, I don't, I, don't, I can't have, have it. it soon. Yeah. So I feel bad leaving it like that. But I, but I like, yeah, I'm an emotional eater. So if I'm sad or if I'm happy, I'm always obsessive yeah. with the food. But it's usually just like stuff that's bad for you, not like the stuff I cook for my blog. <clears> yeah. Because it's usually like meals that are like a dinner, lunch meal. So it's not really junk food. But what I do. <gasps> Like when I'm staying home and it's like midnight and I start to open endless bags of chips and chocolates and stuff. That's where I get uh, my weight issues. Uh, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I think we all have that. Yeah, nearest ice cream. Really? I can eat endless chips like like forever chips. I'm like forever. you. I love potatoes. Uh, and fries. And like. I love potatoes know. in all its form. In yes. all its glory. Yes. It's true. Amazing. I was actually, I was like making uh, something like shooting a video, like a recipe yesterday with potatoes. And I always eat them when I'm still shooting and it's not done. So I always have to fry extra just for (laughs) eating while. And and I finished like the half of the potatoes we made. So it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have that addiction as well. But not so much the ice cream. I like ice cream, but I'm not a huge fan of ice cream. I love ice cream. You like ice cream too? Which is oh your favorite? God. Okay, so I have a very specific weird one. It's uh, Baskin Robbins Jamocha Almond Fudge. Hi, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Please remember to subscribe and listen to us on all the podcast platforms. And please share and give us your feedback on what you'd like to hear us talk about next. We'd love to hear from you. And now, back to the show. So funny because I haven't talked about Baskin Robbins, but I just talked about it recently. And they're like, oh, I like Baskin Robbins. I'm like, classic. Pralines and cream. And I actually get the metal, the gold metal ribbon. It's a chocolate and vanilla like with too, caramel. Yeah. Pralines and cream. I, it's so, I love it, but it's getting sweeter and sweeter. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm, I'm a fan. Like if I'm going to have ice cream, I want it like, with like caramel swirls. Because uh, I'm not a huge fan of ice cream, but if I want it, I want it like really decadent. I no, I love, I love ice cream. But since States. I did the surgery, I can't really have that much. But I remember I once had nine scoops in one like sitting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not even sitting. We were on the street. My friends were having like shawarma and I just bought this half pint thing and I ate the entire thing just standing talking on the street. So I am that person. (laughs) I know. I I can I can get a tub and finish. It's bad. Yeah. It's It's just like bad. Nothing. You you were like, uh, and what flavors do you like? I worked in one of the best ice cream parlors in the States. Like which one? Harold's. So it's very East 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 Coast. Coast. But he is um, referred to, like Ben and Jerry's referred to him because he created the super premium ice cream. Somebody was just like, no, he did. Oh, oh. Somebody's like, no, it was Hagen dazs It was not. I don't like Hagen dazs I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Their don't vanilla, their vanilla yeah. is good. Their okay, vanilla yeah. is good. The Dolce de Leche is, is got a lot of hype. But Harold's, he created the mix-ins. That it's are, called Smooshin. Oh. It's called the Smooshin. They were originally called mixins when he was when it was Steve's. Then he started in the eighties, and then when he opened Harold's, he, it was called Smushins. And now it's people think that Skol, Cold Stone 
Oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. They did. They, they, it was him. Okay, so I, okay. And it was all natural flavors, no artificial coloring. It wow. was divine. Because I, I took a shirt what? because when she came to my small little town where I went to college in the States, it was there. That, it was a small town outside of Boston. And that town, they knew that ice cream place. It was so well known. He was very, Harold's Steve, ice cream. Steve's very well known. And at the time, there was nothing like that. It was the 90s. But we had ice cream and you put like things in it. Raspberries. Yeah, Cookie, yeah. Dough, cookie dough ice cream with raspberries. I had it with, yeah. what was it? Gummy bears and chocolate. Oh, because I, I'm a huge fan of peanut butter. So it had peanut butter chunks in it. And it was like so good. I like the peppermint ice cream with the York pepper. Going back to like the brownies. I love the peanut butter. Uh, you had a peanut butter brownie. Yeah, of course. That's why you like the Buckeye. I used to love the Buckeye. My, my yeah. Yeah. I'll make, it, I'll make it. I haven't <laughs> it long. I'll make it one time. Actually, I just haven't done it in a really, really long time. Yes, but... Shame that you didn't do it for your fellow food vlogger. You didn't get... <laughs> I, was, I was busy. I was really busy. There's just so much going on right now. It's, yeah. it's insane. Like the... But... And the, I made plenty for your kids for their birthdays. <laughs> two days, have a... Yeah, but they don't appreciate it so much. It, no, they did. Anyways, <laughs> what well, for me? I know ice cream, but I I love Quito's pistachio ice cream. Oh, I like Quito's actual ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Besides, everybody's like it's only Zabedi and Tut. I'm like, yeah, of course, that's standard. Yeah. You know, I I always end up getting that one. You got for like some it. reason it's pistachio. No, the the Zabedi bear is. yogurt one. But their pistachio is divine. I haven't tried it. Their hazelnut is. I the, tried the hazelnut, but the Nutella uh, Nutella pistachio is amazing. The Nutella one is... Yeah, I like the Nutella, even though I don't like chocolate ice cream. I don't either. Like, I love chocolate in general, but I hate chocolate ice cream. I like vanilla ice cream. It always feels like icy, but I love coffee in general. So anything coffee, if it's done well, I can have it like for... They have a Kinder ice cream that's also really good. Yeah, I noticed you put that, you have that on your thing, coffee first. Do you you wake up and have coffee? Yes, coffee. I make my, I have like a, like filter coffee. I'm professional. Filter, okay. Yeah, but I like... I have to like grind my own beans every morning oh, and wow. do the whole thing, yeah. And we're, like weight really nice. like scales and stuff, yeah. That's nice. I love coffee because I like it when you get out. Like I had a friend of mine who had one on a timer, so every morning seven o'clock in the morning you come down and you smell the whole uh, place smells of no. coffee. That's no, good. I don't drink coffee for hours. Yeah, I have it as a treat. Now I I yeah. stopped drinking coffee for a year. Funnily enough, wow. And I go through phases where I don't drink coffee and then I drink coffee. And I just went back to gold blend. I know that sounds horrible for no, coffee drinkers. <laughs> and I love it. I just discovered a more perfecto. Yeah, it's right here. Yes. So I parked next to it so I can get one on my way home. So good, <laughs> right? It's yeah, yeah. so good. But the baristas are actually exceptionally good there. I Sorry. actually took uh, like, um, like a barista course, course with them. Coffee. What? I used to make coffee as well. Oh, that's amazing. I took a, I, when I worked here, I took a, like a barista course. It was a two day, eight hour day thing oh, wow. with one of their baristas. So I would come there at like 7 a.m. and study and do coffee, make coffees for people. But he was like a Colombian oh, barista yes. who was there, but then he left. His name is uh, Cesar. He's the one that trained, I think, all, all He trained them, but he, then he went back yeah. to Colombia. And uh, that was actually when I was really getting into specialty coffee and that whole world. And now I'm really more into it. I like judge competition. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I was like, really? yeah, I love coffee. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So who has the worst coffee in Cairo? Worse? <laughs> actually, a lot of people, like not people, but uh, I hate most places that make coffee. I agree. Because they always, it's just the problem with uh, the actual beans they use, like the roasting itself. They burn the coffee 
And like most people don't really know that. And I didn't really understand the difference between a burnt uh, bean until like two or three years ago when I started to try different kinds of coffee. Yeah, There are places that I like. I have a very special place like uh, that I go to every single day. Which one? It's called Specialty Bon. Wait, wait, it's a wait. very small place, but for me, it's like it's, it's in Sheikh Zayed. Okay, it's, I've heard of it. It's like by far the best, not like amongst it. No, it's just the best. Where is they it? Rose, it's in Arkin. Hmm, I think Where so. Is it? it next to the stairway? Kada? Yes. I think I've seen it. It's next to like the same place where Gourmet is and Flower Power. Yes, KB, yes. Like okay. KB Studio, uh, KB Cake Studio. Yeah. It's right next to it. Oh, so it's in that like that. That little line warm. street thing. Yeah. Okay, 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 yes. They're, they're actually coffee roasters. And I've yeah. been to the roastery before, the roastery. So they really know what they're doing. And they're, the staff is amazing. They're all my friends. And just, I like going there. The coffee is really, really good. You know, I, actually, what I find people do wrong, I don't know if it's because I was a barista way back when, when I was in college. But I find here in Egypt, first of all, they never remove the coffee from the top before they, before they put in yeah. a new coffee. So sometimes it's like, burn coffee on newer coffee it just but i find they they froth the milk sometimes way too hot yes and, and it's it, like it, it's, it's yeah, yeah, the, yeah it gives an aftertaste because it's annoying yeah that's whenever like the extra hot or too hot whatever it's not right because it actually burns the milk and it exactly. just turns the whole thing off for me yeah and the calibration they should do like uh, this calibration thing every morning for the espresso and they skip it i was just gonna say they're probably not as good as Nero's. of course we wouldn't want to yeah, it was the first try. You guys are my guinea pigs. It's healthy, so at least, you know, healthy shouldn't really necessarily taste good. <laughs> with the caramel and the chocolate? No, you just need to just have a spoon of caramel with every bite of the chocolate. And just think it's healthy, so you know. How is it healthy? Like, why? Because it doesn't have any flour in it. Okay. And it has uh, cacao powder and coconut. I didn't put butter, I put mainly coconut oil. And that's it. So it's dark cocoa. Uh, the caramel is not healthy. Yeah, the, yeah, but the caramel is what makes it good. Makes up for that. Okay. What's your, what do you think is the best coffee place if you like uh, coffee in Egypt? Yeah. Um, yeah, anywhere else. There's, well, I'm more perfecto. And um, wait, there's, uh, there are a few these days that aren't bad. There's, Amor Perfecto, that I go to regularly because it's, it's right it's next right to my, yeah. sorry, next to my place because I live right there. Uh, but there's that other one in Zemetic called Coffee Selection. I haven't tried it. Is it called uh, the one mm-hmm. that's uh, in front of Um Kalsum? I think it's called Coffee Selection. I don't know. Seven Fortune is not bad. Yeah. There was this one that was good a long time ago, maybe because I'm not somebody who drinks coffee every day. La Roma is not bad. Uh, I haven't had it in a long, but I haven't long had time. It in a while. Go ahead. Sorry, I don't remember the name actually. I get kind of grossed out. The only thing is, I'm more perfect. I really like that every time they froth the milk, they clean the wand. Yeah, the wand is the thing that goes in. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. in case people don't know, I know everybody. It's the wand is what steams the milk. And they don't clean, and that grosses me out. Because when I was they barista, should yeah. It's it was part of the mandatory, because like, that's bacteria. Yeah. So Laurent, kind of the coffee is really good. That kind of used to mm, on the run used to make good coffee. Yes, really good coffee. Yeah. But they still, I haven't, I haven't tried it in a, a while. Long time, yeah. I haven't tried it in, a in while. years, actually. Yeah. 
But they always had really good milk. They always used yes. Benita milk, which made a huge difference. I don't drink milk anymore because I have sinuses, so I have to drink alternative milks. But um, so wait, coffee section wasn't bad. Amor Perfecto. Do you do the alternative milks or do you talk? I drink oat milk. Me too. Oat milk is the best, but I yes. actually I, I I go back. I went back to regular milk. Well, I know coffee mate. I can't because I have some. Uh, I have coffee mates. I have a little bit of a lactose thing, but. Um, milk is usually the worst like trigger for it. Yeah, and a lot of cheese. If I have some cheese, it's fine. Yeah, but if I have like a cappuccino or something with like a lot of milk, I would have like digestive issues all day. So, uh, so yeah, I switched to oat milk, but only if it's Alpro because all the other brands they just make it weird. China's is not bad, by the way. Is it like too watery or is no. it good? Is it I good? think it's it's actually, I uh, I haven't tried it to be honest. There's that Egyptian one called Grow. I've seen it. Okay. Not good. Facial expression says like no. And then, <laughs> Just for the and then that that Scotty brand, not good either. Yeah. Uh, I got into that at one point to do the alternative milks, but then I just I have I had to because I have sin I get sinuses I yeah. have sinusitis and I get and I was getting like two three times a year, and then when I stopped regular milk and my coffee in 2019, right after UPW, I. I've gone sinusitis maybe twice. Okay. In the last five years. So, which is pretty good for me. Four years, which is pretty good. That's good. So, yeah, I have to, I don't, and I don't like drinking. It's, and now even I tell them to lessen the, the amount of oat milk in my coffee because yeah, it's yeah. too much. I like, so uh, like a potato. Like, I like more coffee. If the coffee is good, I don't need to, like, cover it with milk. milk. Exactly. But if it's like a shitty place, that I'm not really sure. I'll just like I'll just make like a flat white or something that to cover the and then the baristas the baristas in in on the run and more are all pretty good are all excellent. I think the other ones is like sometimes you get a barista that's he's they're not that good. So the coffee creams are like crap. Matt, I think that Same it, place. it has a lot to do with the barista too. Of course. Sometimes yes. Annie, sometimes I go to Amor Perfecto. It's very good. Uh, yeah, and when I. When I had it, I didn't have very many times from there. And then a couple of times it was so bad. And I'm kind of, I'm a very unloyal customer. If it's not good once or twice, I just don't go again. I'm like, uh, yeah. I can't. You know, because I'm not a huge lover of coffee. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so. class, I'm not going to go. So, yeah. But how about in terms of food? What is the what is your favorite food to make? Potatoes? Um, I don't make a lot of potatoes. Just eat them like someone make them because they usually take, take time. Do you know if you're like frying them or whatever? Um, to make it really, I don't know. It's just um, I like pastas, but it changes. I feel like as I get older, I'm more like mature with what I'm eating. When I was a bit younger, I was always like frying stuff and like pasta with like like heavy cream. Now I was just talking to a friend about that yesterday. Now I'd like prefer to have like a good roasted chicken with like rice and vegetables, and I just enjoy the um, like real food. If that makes sense. More than like I don't eat fast food as much as I used to, and I used to I was like a McDonald's person twice three really? times a week. Now I'm just like I don't want to have that at all. Um, so yeah, I like a good um, like fish chicken. Like I eat very make very simple things yeah yeah my friend a friend of ours uh mark <clears throat> he made this pasta and actually he did it he like told me about it one time and i was in guna i'm like i'm making this pasta and it was delicious which very one light Which actually one? so it's 
it's spaghetti and then you saute garlic you make olive the spaghetti oil. you make the spaghetti and put it on the side right yes and then you I know where this is the, going. the olive oil with the shrimps and now, herbs and you kind of just dump it and it's a really light pasta yeah that's delicious. the pasta they make now yeah. like an aglio e olio the, the the garlic olive oil pasta yeah this is the, the what i go for unless i have like nice tomatoes that would make a nice sauce but I don't use cream as much as I used to. I, I, I prefer like a clear sauce. Yeah. I like that more now. I hate cre- cream pastas, uh, sauce. Pastas with cream sauce. Oh, not my thing. It, it's a, it's never, a mood. It's a thing. But no, it's, <laughs> never, it's, never, it's never been my thing because I'm, uh, I'm no. not a huge fan of like. I was just, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to be like healthy my, eating or whatever. So I would do like grilled chicken breasts, broccoli and rice. And I would store them for two, three days. But what happens is. You have like a bad day or something, and then it turns into a pasta somehow. Like, take <laughs> the chicken, take the broccoli, and make pasta, make bechamel, and it's just like this is what I'm having today. And um, but like on like the regular days, I would rather have lighter foods. I love sandwiches too. Like in general, I can make anything into a sandwich. Like I always have to have like oh, wow. my relish and my cheese and my like hot sauce, and I just like to make sandwiches. Yeah, I love it when those guys on those food bloggers make. These sandwiches, like the ciabatta, they slice it. I love oh. the noises that they make. The, the and then slapping. the steak that they slap it's on. Invasive. And then the it's masses, like the like layers of like, cheese. I know. It's like feels so, so like, like James Bond kind of like. And then the cheese that's layered on top of it and the and the caramelized onions on it. Oh, like, caramelized onions are amazing. Just saying that out there. Like caramelized onions are the best thing ever. Tub, can I ask you something? Yes. Since and I make them. Bond. I love making them. I put them in everything. I uh, yes, this is dessert. They turn my tummy up <laughs> a little bit, but okay. actually, um, I mean, I like it. It tastes good, but then yeah. it's like I have tummy ache for a while after that. But those food bloggers, I'm always very curious. How long does it take for that video to look like that? Does it? Is it a lot of effort, or is it just easy? It just seems like I'm always confused about how many times it makes. How much? Dish? Yeah. How much? How much effort goes into that? It depends on the blogger. As a friend of mine, who I was just talking to, she's a blogger as well. She could take like five hours to shoot one video. I'm much quicker than that. But it takes me time to prepare everything. Mm-hmm. So I can take like maybe two hours okay. to just shoot one video that is one minute at the end. Uh, maybe some time editing and if there's voiceover. So it there is effort into it. Uh, for me, it's thinking about what I'm going to do. That's sometimes you get a block and you don't know what you're going to film. If it's like a work video um for me the, the prepping takes more time like okay. i have to cut everything slice wash clean da 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 and because once i start shooting i just because my thing is like quick easy recipe ideas for like a quick lunch i don't make like extensive uh, like like not videos. like those guys no i don't do that. yeah and and is it a lot of people behind the camera or is it just you no it's a one-man show for me I do okay because I always, I, but a lot of people have help, like yeah, someone that edits their videos, someone that shoots their videos. So you do everything from A to Z. Everything. Yeah. Oh wow. I have okay. a like a mini tripod thing, and I just do everything. Okay. And I wash nice. the dishes myself afterwards too. Like, uh, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's one thing that gives me major anxiety about food bloggers. I, I watch it, and I'm always like, <laughs> I like the dishes. dishes. You know, like sometimes these food bloggers put like this is the aftermath, and it's like all these dishes all over the place. I, that gives me anxiety just looking at. Yeah. Them. It looks terrible, I know. Yeti, one of my worst nightmares is like 
when I'm going to wake up in the morning to see that Hazem leave a mess in the kitchen. Oh, I can't even go to sleep knowing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go to sleep and everything's clean. And I'm like, but he doesn't do it so much anymore. I have to give him that. He used to do it a lot. I'd be like, can you clean up after you? (laughs) But yeah, no, he doesn't anymore. I try to make, I try to use less things when I'm cooking. And a lot of times if I'm waiting for something to fully cook in the oven or something, I have some time, I would like get starting, you know, start to wash some of the stuff I have. Uh, so that I'm done when it's done, you know? Yeah. Cool. But I like washing dishes. Like, generally, really, I like doing that. Yeah. I hate laundry, but I like to clean and, like, I can never, I've never done laundry actually in my life. No, like, I, I'd I don't, prefer laundry over, like, I over don't washing dishes. Like I can fold, but I like washing dishes, like cleaning, general cleaning, but I don't do laundry. I just never. Oh, I love <laughs> doing laundry and I love doing dishes. Yeah, dishes is fun. My mom was just like, and I don't trust anyone like doing that. I have to feel like I have to do it again. Exactly. Like, wow, like, that's impressive. But I come from an OCD mother who's like obsessed with cleaning and oh, really? organizing. So it's just, yeah. I'm kind of messy, but when it comes to the kitchen, like I just, no, I gotta, I, I like a clean sink. Mom's always like, like uh, Nira, we got a dishwasher. I'm like, I like washing it by hand. You don't even have a dishwasher. <laughs> I like kidding. really, no. And I actually prefer washing yeah. my hand. I'm like, I don't want the dishwasher. I want to wash my hand. But when somebody else cleans it, I'm just like, if she brings that the Brillo pad next to my mixing bowl, somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> I'm like, they. Yeah. I had a chef's knife, beautiful chef's knife, really. That's okay. Good. Good. You don't. Yeah. You know what? She, you know what they did with it? You say to know. She's like, Mira, I had your knife sharpened. I was like, huh? <laughs> you had my knife what? And she showed me. I went, oh my god. You know the the guy downstairs that sharpens it with yes, the thing I and like, imagine. and this is chef's life. Oh yeah, it was really and, good chef's life. And I looked at it and I said, "Panic mode." She ruined the knife. You yeah. know, there's all these scratch marks on it, and I'm just like, "Mom." They have this obsession on my mother's place to sharpen knives, and they don't look like knives anymore. And they don't, you can't slice you can't, them anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Why the hell are you? They're horrible." No, because there's a way to sharpen a knife. All her knives are dull. Metal sharpener. There's a stone that you have to use. It's because you ruin the The metal. The blade itself, yeah. The metal is the most important thing about a chef's knife. The metal, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they do it in a certain way. She completely scratched both sides of the knife. It was, it was just ice. I cried. And then, and then my mom she thought I was self to sleep. I, my mom thought I was crazy. And the thing is, I was, I was I was really upset. And my mom thought I was making a big deal out of nothing. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like that with my pans, like my cooking, like frying pans and saucepans. Because do you I, have the cast iron ones? I have one, but I really don't use it that much. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, I thought you'd be like very, very no, no, no. protective over those. I'm not. No, I've I've used it like a couple of times, but it's I feel it's not practical for me. I don't know why, and the way it's cleaned and. Um, I don't. I haven't used it enough to know how to control the temperature in it. I maybe so I need to practice that a bit more. I just use regular um, frying pans. There's a brand that I really like uh, called AMT. Anyways. Do you have them here? Yeah. What's it called? AMT. I've never heard of it. I think I've seen, I've heard of that. I've seen like it. I've had them for years and they're really really good. But you are the one that washes them, yes. right? Nobody else washes them. and dry and put in whatever they're stored. That's you probably see what Renee was done to our frying pan, Saba? Yeah, my mother's cleaner. She like, she yeah, like that's the, the Brillo pad, that. you know, for the whole that, thing is like I've scratched. I've seen up. that happen in front of my eyes once. I was like, okay, new rule. No one <laughs> Nobody touches, touches my pants. It's just, 
let me do my thing. Yeah, it was so, oh my God. Yeah, so upsetting. So yeah, that poor chef. I bought a new one. I told him you guys don't come near. She's, she hides it under her mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out the and knife. Like the chef knife, they also, I don't know how about it. They managed they manage to break the tip. Of the oh, knife. I know. Yeah, I've seen that before. They always do that here. And for me, I always try to open things. I'm like, do not with use the knife to open things. Yeah, I see it with jars and things. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, screws. terrible. Wow. Like, no, it's no, not a multi-purpose no. knife. It's just yeah, yeah. It's true. Every knife is like bent. Our house is like has the tip is like bent. Yeah, like we have every... those too. Like, it's, it's really annoying. It drives me bonkers. Actually, I'm like, please don't touch anything. Go away. I'm afraid for her to touch my KitchenAid, by the way. And she never cleans it properly anyway. So I'm just like, don't go near it. Um, yeah, Nira's has like these secret cupboards in the kitchen where she like has things really, stashed. And I can relate to that. They still take my knives out of there, by the way. It hasn't stopped them from going for the chef's knives. <laughs> I bought a new one that's beautiful, but I'm like, you're not touching this one. Touch the other one. The one that you guys ruined, you guys can use. But it's... Uh... Anyway, what about... How do you feel about... Okay, I got a question. Okay. How do you feel about what's... You know, obviously, I'm not, I don't want to talk about the economy and stuff like that, but how it's oh, affecting... Uh, but how it's affecting the prices or anything. It's insane. Are are companies approaching you to do stuff that's like, yes, in a cheaper way? They always like for have, the, but okay. now it's like more offensive. I feel because, yeah, everything is as you know, like is insanely overpriced, and like the inflation, everything that's happening, and people don't expect um, bloggers and influencers or whatever to raise their rates in a way. Sure. And um, I don't take it offensively unless someone says something like. Uh, which happened last week no no but that's like too much for you so like what you can go to someone with that budget i don't mind it's just uh people don't understand how to talk to other people sometimes yeah yeah i know what you mean i have a lot of issues with that this could be like a whole episode (laughs) on agencies specifically and how they deal with that sometimes clients and brands don't know um like the person in the middle which is usually an agency they just mishandle everything and uh you end up hating the brand which has nothing to do with it and the brand ends up feeling like oh these bloggers and influencers are asking for too much money which they're not and it's just yeah it's really mishandled so what was the question (laughs) (laughs) no like how like how how things are like the the price the price increase i mean how does it affect i mean it's affecting all of us i mean i was um it's well for me like it's still like uh, I have like rates which are like my salary, so it is affected because now I pay for everything that everyone else pays for and takes more from what I used to have as a profit. So, yeah, it's. it's, it's but do you think really it's also affected. a good time to start like anything food related right now no. in Egypt? Right. I never really wanted to, um, for not just financial reasons, but just I, I feel like the Egyptian market is not something I would want to want to deal with on a daily basis yes because <laughs> if i do open something i want to make it like a passion project yeah and uh for some reason it, i don't always see those working out maybe unless your passion or your style of food or the thing you like is what egyptians would go for and i feel like that won't be the case for me maybe so i just uh and dealing with like so many like restrictions and rules and like uh, not rules but like the bureaucracy of everything it's just not something I want to deal with. Yeah, so yeah. It wasn't really something I've 
like had like a dream or something no you know what i think the easy the quickest way to kill your dream is to actually open a business because when nira and i did the four fat ladies i had this we both had this like big vision in mind like something like you know this like home bakery around yeah. the corner you know like how you have in the states or in europe uh it was like this really quaint idea of like you go in near his baking, you make a cup of coffee, you have something fresh that comes out of the oven. Yeah. You have merchandising, you have, you know, like homemade granola, yeah. jams and all that stuff. Definitely. That's, that's the vibe I got actually from the very Yeah, but that tank yeah, pretty quick. It was, it was yeah. like that. Very First much of all, so. I mean, the partners tub on words at line. And at the same time, possibly, I mean, to give them credit, that probably is something that maybe wouldn't take in Egypt. I don't know. But actually... Ratios has done that, and that probably is doing well there. I disagree. It does. It did work in Yemama Center, and that's why people were coming to us in Yemama Center. Yeah. So, but and, yeah. but it's but no. But like when he was talking about the bureaucracy, I'll tell you because I when it was just near and I, I wasn't working on that full time because I'm an interior designer. But I was doing it. I was kind of helping her out. So I designed the the shop. Okay. And then she opened it, and then she was basically kind of running it with some a few people that were helping her out. <laughs> but you will not believe the amount of things like you'd have every week. Uh, somebody would call me min al high amount of shit. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> la, manish, you have the kahraba, yeah. adad kahraba, hanchil adad kahraba. It's like, what, what, excuse me? They're like, um, you didn't pay the bill, it's uh, 13 piastres, something weird like that. Yeah. And I'd be like, so obviously, you know, they want kickbacks, but you give them something. And, the next and it never ends. And it's just, it never ends. Going on, but yeah. this to me was like, kind of like, I kind of became every, every week, you're yeah. kind of, Focusing on things that are really detrimental, like they're taking away the focus from the main thing. Exactly. That was one. And then like literally, and then the, I don't know who was saying, this is in violation. It's like, what's in violation? It's labeled and everything. Yeah, but the label is not written exactly which day of the month that it, it's like, yeah. are you kidding me? And even if you do follow all the They're still going to come up with something. Exactly. But Anna, for me, that became like such a joy kill. Exactly. You know, for, I can understand. I'm like you in that sense in interior design That's the, too. the thing. Everyone thinks that food bloggers or chefs or whatever, that they're doing what I'm doing now to get to a point where they open their own place. And that's, uh, I, I get Some why people maybe. would think that. But I never really wanted that because I feel I would hate what I love now if I do a business, like a real business out of it. Oh, absolutely. Also dealing with like staff and it's not a great thing in Egypt. It's like horrible what I hear from everyone. And uh, It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's just, and the ingredient aspect of it, how if you're importing stuff, how difficult it is and how expensive it's becoming and how expensive you're going to have to be to make yeah. a profit. So it's just like the whole thing for me. It's like, not the I'd best time to be show, yeah. here, like on that side, the side of consumption, not. I would say that I think after opening the Four Fat Ladies, after a few, the first three years, I was like powering through and I said, we're going to do something. We're gonna, I kept on pushing through. Then after three years, when I felt like I was just like, hitting a brick wall the whole time. I said, you know what? I actually, I used to bake a lot. I used to cook a lot before that. I have kind of a mild aversion to the kitchen now. Oh, I couldn't go in the kitchen for the first six months after I left. Yeah. But Anna, for me, I couldn't, like the idea of going, everybody's like, Nira, why don't you try something? I'm just like, no. I love baking now, but I've become kind of- Changes you. I've become kind of bad at it. Like I used to be very good at baking. Now it's like I'm gonna make. How something. are you bad at it? You keep telling me how you make stuff so much better than I do. I heard your cook is no, no, I never said that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I said I bake Nira's yeah. batter to perfection. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I would be nothing if it weren't for Nira. Ah, cookie. Uh. No, but like no, but the, it's true. Like no, but I used to bake quite well. 
I used to bake well and I used to enjoy baking. Now it's like, you know, I barely get food for Hazem when he comes back <laughs> home from work. I feel sorry for him, but it's like, I just hate it. I yeah. dislike it tremendously. Uh, no, I'm back in the kitchen though, finally. Yeah, it took me a while. Not that long, actually. Six months is fine. I'd... You needed months. a break. Yeah, six months. You needed... Uh, actually, a little bit less, five. Because thanks you needed to go through some therapy and some downtime after that experience. But I, I still need to go through some downtime. It's <laughs> a year. Yeah. And we'll see. I left, I left in May, mid-May last year. But it was just tough. It was uh, exhausting. I'm sure. Demoralizing. You started something that you had such high hopes for, and you really, really, I really well, came hard it's nice to, to, it. to see it. Yeah, it was very kind of take a nosedive for something that was had such potential. I think it just really, yeah, yeah. I got depressed, but I got depressed before we let go of it completely. At two years before, so I emotionally was disconnected at the end. Okay. The last two years, I wasn't emotionally in it, and I'm just so happy I don't have to deal with any complaints. And I think, and I'm talking to the cake. Nash, I Adima. I'm like, go. Nira has this, this whole like. I was like, look, I'd look at Nira and be like, you're kind of turning into the soup Nazi of bakers. You know who I felt? And I'd be like, absolutely, Nira. You know, that's another reason I did never really wanted to like open a place because I hate. I don't know. I don't. I'm just gonna say. It. I feel like there's so much like ignorance when it comes to food. And how every dish should taste and look like, maybe. So I wouldn't want to change, like, if I'm making, like, uh, whatever, French restaurant. I wouldn't want to Egyptianize something just to please the Egyptian yeah. customer and to make a living. I would rather not do that because I, I worked in customer service my entire life. Even in, like, when I did credit analysis, when I did um, advertising, I was always dealing with customers. So I have that skill. But I know, but I'm like selling something that I really believe in. But if I'm changing something that I'm doing out of passion to make a living, it just didn't really sit well. And so that's another reason why. When I was on my own before we merged, I dealt with clients and it was fine because there was a very personal relationship I yeah. had with them. Yeah. A very personal relationship. I knew them all by names. They knew me. If something went wrong, we could I could you know fix it for them and stuff like that. It's the moment we branched out and expanded that the reaction became quite negative from people. It was there is a the consumer becomes different, you know. The, it's the same with social media, by the way. Whenever I, like I post something, um, I have my followers that I know and that we talk and we have like all these conversations together. I, I don't mind any negative uh, like criticism or uh, as long as it's polite. So we have all these conversations sometimes, but whenever a video does really well, like goes like viral and gets much more like views and reach and all that, it gets into this weird aggressive place and people start to feel like super entitled to bash you. Yes. And it's like for putting potatoes on like chicken or whatever. It's like, it's just food, guys. Just chill. But people get really aggressive and more, just ugly and gross. Does it and get to you? It used to. Now I just laugh and ignore. I'm just. Oh, so you don't you don't confront. You just kind of ignore. Yeah. No, no. Depends. Sometimes. I can imagine. It can Every now and then I would have like a reply frenzy, but not always. No, just let it go. 
People used to get pretty nasty with us, though. I mean, there's some comments that were just horrible. I used to ignore it completely. It yeah, didn't bother right. me. But when people write, oh, these girls don't understand anything about baking. Maybe they should just go back home and, you know, bake their cookies from a... They would say stuff like yeah, that. And this is so sweet. I threw it in the garbage. I was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to say that. Just don't buy it if you don't like it. Exactly. It's... But I noticed something in Egypt they do often. I don't know if this is anywhere, but I find it happens quite often in Egypt. Can you please add a little bit more chocolate? Can you just put a little? It's like, this that's the recipe. <laughs> that's it. You know, if you don't no, you, yep. you know, there's always this kind of, it can't just stop there. Oh, like, thank you. Okay. Or we don't no, like it. They have to know better. They have to, to have input. Of course. Touched. Of course. What do you know? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> but it's, it's, I find it amusing. The baker. Yeah. She's actually the chef. She made a, a really nasty comment about the carrot cake, I think it was. It's yeah, oh, lady. yes, I remember. She probably was complaining. I said, she's like, I'm a baker and I know how to bake. I said, well, okay, then maybe you should bake yourself. I said it nicely in a way. And she was like, yeah, okay, I know what you mean. I said, but this is our recipe, Fayani. You know, I appreciate the feedback, but I can't yeah, do anything about it. Feedback is important because you have to have, you know, I think it's it goes both ways. Because I, I know a lot of restaurants that did really bad because they were very adamant that what they're doing is right. And they never exactly. took any, like, no, that's not the right way either. But there's a way to get the message to the person you know like i liked it but i felt maybe it was a bit uh too sweet for me or whatever but changing the recipe in that way i think it's just it does it just goes back to i don't know it's it's a much bigger thing like in our society that people don't know how to communicate in a way that's proper and there's this entitlement that like i believe so and if you see differently then you and i think that's that's all over the world. Like social general media now thing. yeah you've given a voice to everybody in the world and yeah. so i find like even sometimes like when i see people's putting like bad you know writing like horrible shit and i'm always yeah. like how like how are you that pissed off there was this there's this one food blogger that i that i follow and she she had this whole thing about like she was like this she was like you know it was music and she's putting all the food and she's rapping and she's doing this rap and then the caption i didn't realize what she was doing but she put in the caption Anybody who has anything negative to say about me cooking with my own bare hands without a glove, unfollow yeah. me. It's yeah. like, it's and these things, actually. Stuff, and you're kind of yeah. thinking, like, she's baking at her own home. Yeah. Like, if you, if you if you think what she's doing is shit, just don't follow, don't watch. But taking the time, effort to write a comment and post, like, what's the I always think people must with be the sole so... intention of hurting that person. Like, it, it's just, sense. it's nasty and it just feels like, yeah. is there more interest, important things to be thinking about? As it's just, just when she's speaking out of her home and she has like millions of followers and she's doing nice stuff. It's like, remember that comment I got when I made those cookies? Yeah, yeah. It reminded me. That's why I sent it to you. I sent you that video. Oh, really? Because you, Nira got a video that were like, oh, she's touching her hair. Why are you touching your hair and you're baking? It's like, or no, her hair was not pulled up. It was like, no, I just, my, I touched my face. I touched my face without it. The comments you got, and I'm baking my home. I was actually baking here, and I had my hair pulled up, or it was half up. Hi. So wait, when Martha Stewart does videos, cooking yeah. show, and Rachel Ray, and all these people, their hair is down, it's not a nest, and they're cooking without gloves on. So, me, but nobody's really yeah. If you're looking at something from home, and people are And you're not in a kitchen in a restaurant, you're exactly. baking at home. doctor was just like, I'm a doctor, this is disgusting. Uh, I would never, I, my daughters buy from you all the time, I'm going to tell them not to. I'm like, 
there's a factory. It's yes. my home. Two different things. So it was just, it was nasty, actually. Yep. Full on nasty. Almost. Outside of food blogging, what are your favorite things to do? Oh, I love to travel. Yeah, I noticed that you have a lot of travel. Yeah. Where, where, where have been your favorite places? Um, my favorite places? Uh, I love Spain <laughs> in general because I love the Spanish language and I'm trying to learn. So I try to go there as often as I can to maybe practice. I was in Italy a few months ago. I haven't posted about it because it kind of overlapped with other stuff happening in the world. So it just felt yeah. appropriate to share that right now. But it was a really nice uh, trip. And you uh, eat a lot of food? Uh, yes. I had pasta every day. How about the gelato? Oh, pistachio. Pistachio, as they call it. It's amazing. Yeah. Actually, I had mostly pistachio gelato there. I, I, was, I thought, like, going there, I thought I was going to be, like, all over the pizza. It was great. But... Um, I feel like in Egypt, our pizza has become much pretty better than it's not that far from what I had there, to be honest. But the pasta was completely different. Oh, like, yeah. The pasta there is like, like another, like the sauce, the pasta. It was like, I was obsessed. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I think the pasta there is, I'm not a fast, I pasta fan. I went to a few cities, so I tried like different things. It was a nice food trip. Yeah, I'm not a fan of pasta, but I actually love the pasta. The pasta there is it's fantastic. Like, yeah. But when you travel, you blog about food, right? Yeah. Okay, restaurants. Yeah. So yeah. You went to Denmark. Was it Denmark? Where? No, no, it was somebody else. To, uh, it was probably Rome. Yes. Yes, because his yes. brother lives there. So. Okay, okay, that's what it was. So you were saying that you haven't posted about Italy because obviously, I'm assuming yeah. the what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You are, you're pretty vocal about it on your... I was well, never really vocal about anything political. But, yeah. Uh, it just... It, it really hit different for me and I had like a weird depression thing when I was on my trip actually because it happened towards the end and um, I was never really invested in what was happening and I read up really well on what was going on history wise and like reading every single thing I just couldn't think of anything else it was just overwhelming and terrible so I couldn't help myself from not yeah vocalizing what was happening mm-mm yeah, it's pretty sad. It is pretty sad. It's so yeah. So I just didn't feel it didn't feel appropriate because usually I would go on my trip, then come back, edit what I was filming there, and then start posting after I'm back. <laughs> so that kind of overlapped with what was happening because it was in like early October. So I just didn't post it at all. But I will someday, hopefully, <laughs> uh, because it was really like it was a fun trip, a lot of food and. I usually say this so people who go to these cities can have ideas of where to go, what to do, and like places to eat and stuff. It was it was fun. Yeah, yeah. So great. And where where can people find you? So just on are you mainly on Instagram? Oh uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram and also on TikTok. And uh, oh, you are? Yes. You, are you doing little dances or food set? I love dancing. <laughs> I dance all the time. But I no, I don't dance on TikTok. <laughs> just food. Okay, no YouTube so what's, channel. What's your handle? On uh, Instagram and Instagram is Omar Shabroli, which is my name. Okay, just as it is. And uh, on TikTok, it's Omar's food. Okay, okay. great. Yeah. Okay. Well, we want to really thank you for coming on. Thank you for having. We yes, love to have so much. You. And I made you a healthy chocolate pudding with Mira's salted caramel salted caramel sauce. Yummy so, salted caramel yeah, sauce. Uh, on that note, we're gonna go have try some of that. Yes, we are. Okay, great. Thank you so Thanks, much everyone. for joining us. Thank you, everybody. Until next week.